we are educating our clients and we see massive levels of knowledge already in the clients but it is important not to do everything but focus on creating a commercial value around this unless you create commercial value everybody has ideas nothing gets done Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. <laughs> uh, a pleasure for Gaurav and myself to host this. Uh, we're unusually doing it from different continents. So Gaurav is zooming in from a hotel room. Can I say Gaurav where you are? You can, you can. You can reveal my location. You can dox me, brother. Uh, the last Gaurav time we were in... we were talking Gaurav was in San, San Francisco. Now you took his turn, right? Yeah, Gaurav <laughs> is in Muscat. Omar. Yes. yes. Um and I'm in San Francisco and Where are you? Well, I'm in good old Abu Dhabi, my friend. Ah, welcome, welcome from Abu Dhabi, the king of payments, and soon the metaverse from Abu Dhabi. I love the um, I love the uh, old polo, Magnati polo shirt. When are Garov and I going to get one of those? Come on, as soon as, as soon as you join Magnati. Ah. Oh. <laughs> He's luring us in, Ronit. He's luring us in. He's tempting it's us. It's irresistible. It's an irresistible offer. What do you think? I got, I got a, a bit of the color going already, so I'm halfway there, there maybe. You Now, Gaurav, you are anyway part of it, man. You, you know, by by hook or by crook, as they say. <laughs> Salut. So we're going to be spending the next twenty-five, thirty minutes talking about the metaverse and what Magnati are doing in the metaverse. Um, Ramana, for people who don't know what Magnati does, can you give them a very high-level view on what is Magnati um, and your market position in the payments and e-commerce space? Sure, absolutely. So Magnati uh, was created in April 2021 uh, when we carved out the payments business of uh, First Abu Dhabi Bank, the largest bank in the Middle East and Africa. um uh, into a independent company and then what we did is uh, we bought in a strategic partner in brookfield to then uh, who owned six, who now owns 60% of the company so in summary uh, there are different players payment players everyone claims to be a payments player everyone is a payments player but they take different positions there are some who call themselves processors and there are some who call themselves the value added side of it because processing is a commoditized anybody you know anybody can do it there is no differentiation per se it's all about you know what we call what we used to call the old back end operations so what we as magnati do is we call ourselves the app store of payments so we are the we have what we call payment as a platform and we offer four business lines the acquiring business or the merchant acquiring business we are customized uh, and proprietary providers of uh, uh, so far disclosed abu dhabi government payments we are uh, you know customized providers of ajman government payments and russell kama government payments and please bear few more days we will announce uh, many more coming in uh, so we provide and set build ecosystems so so we have a very strong government solution business we have merchant acquiring business we are also the largest prepaid both physical and virtual card providers in the country and we work with um, you know many payroll providers as well as new generation wallets in providing them the virtual card so that's a third line of business 
Fourth line of business is where we do processing for the third party wallets and banks and digital banks and new generation banks in terms of how we seamlessly provide these APIs for them to connect and don't, don't need to go through a two year project for execution instead a single API connectivity and start using our APIs to start issuing products. So in summary, those are our four business lines. But in, if you ask me for an, for an elevator pitch, we are the app store of payments. That's what McDonty does. So the app store of payments, um, I guess that's a nice reference to the mobile internet age we've lived in for the last 10 years, 15 years. We've been living in this um, 2D mobile internet age where um, we're living in the app store or the Google store or the play store. The next generation of the internet uh, potentially is moving from mobile uh, 2D to 3D and device agnostic. And that's sometimes called the metaverse. Romana, what is, what is the interest for yourself and for Magnati to explore the metaverse? Why should this as you called it, leading payment company in the Middle East and Africa. Why don't you just stick to payments? What's this metaverse thing about? Wasn't Tim Cook saying yesterday, I think Tim Cook was saying yesterday, this metaverse is just PR, BS. Yeah, I mean, uh, like one good part is, or one bad part is, uh, Oxford Dictionary hasn't yet defined metaverse. So, you know, <laughs> uh, maybe Ronit, that's the first thing we should well, do. They should read my report, right? <laughs> they should. So, so let let's. I'm sending it from... now. I'm sending it now to Apple. Yeah. Oh boy. So, <laughs> the moment I say Oxford, things antennas just go up. Um, so, <laughs> so, so let's go back to the to the story. Metaverse means many things to many people, right? I mean, from from the time where people started selling monkeys and pictures of monkeys to to where we are today, we have, we have come a long way. But let's take a pause and you asked a question, Ramna, why, what does it mean for you as a business mm -hmm. right? We are in a business where, uh, you know, how many, uh, many of us remember that we used to do a cash experience. So when I'm paying, the experience of the customer was pay money, wait for the change. Mm -hmm. the, that's what we call the manual payments to digital payments. So we moved from manual to electronic, actually, not even digital, electronic payments, which means I go, I used to put my Max Stripe card, but still somebody used to do the big machine and then a slip comes out and they ask you for signature and somebody the was still verifying, machines. Yeah. But they still verified the signature, which means it's not, it's not digital, it's not manual, it's electronic. So they made a part of that electronic. That was an electronic experience. To be honest, when it was launched, people were like, wow, we don't need to carry cash. That's great. But we need to carry pen to sign. Then what happened, I mean, you won't believe that my experience is when, I mean, it still happens in the US. When I go, when I went to US and my signature, to be honest, in my bank accounts doesn't match. Forget about the card, right? I mean, you, you, you sign something at the back of the card when you receive uh, it. Yeah. And I wasn't allowed to buy my coffee because the signature didn't match. So, wow, you couldn't buy a coffee? No, I couldn't. So that's the reality of it. I had to pay dollars anyway. Wow. So from manual to electronic to digital, now we move to a digital where everything is tokenized. You put in your fingerprint, you put in your eye scan. 
and that experience has transformed in all these stages it is all driven by experience right and our key word as part of while we are payment providers the whole app store journey was built on what we call experience Mm. Now, what happened was when we moved from manual to digital, it all became manual commerce to electronic commerce, which we call e-commerce today, mm. right? That is 2.0. Now, we moved from 1.0 manual to 2.0. What is 3.0? And that is where we are focused. That's what Magnati Metaverse means for Magnati, is we what we define as experiential commerce. Mm. And one technology that is going to transform the experience is metaverse is the so called the the 3d and the and the social network of 3d is going to transform this experience and we are not at this stage talking about nfts we are not at this stage talking about cryptos we are at this stage talking about moving away from electronic commerce to experiential commerce and we are drawing a line what we call between a 2.0 to 3.0 there is 2.5 and that's what we are creating and that 2.5 is existing rails existing payment model but mm. 3d experience uh, that's why it is all about experiential comms and that's a, that's a really good point when you talk about experience um, because sometimes people think of the metaverse as this hyper digital realm but actually, for me, what's so powerful about the metaverse is that it makes the digital more human because exactly. 3D is for millennia, for thousands of years, we've evolved living in this physical 3D world. And actually recreating that digitally creates more, maybe deeper interaction than we can do in these 2D, 2D Zoom calls. Um, and that, I think that's a really important point. I've got loads of more right. questions I want to ask you, but I want to bring Gaurav into the conversation because otherwise I'll spend the next half an hour talking and... <laughs> and I'll spend the half an hour responding. So, you know. And then that poor guy will be sitting in Oman going, oh man, yeah. what am I doing? I'll be, I'll be listening to a great conversation, guys. What are you talking about? What are you guys... Don't, don't do that. You guys, uh, yeah. Do you have, Gaurav, do you have GD embossed on your polo like Ramana has RK? No, it's only on my work shirts, just in case I get lost in all the work I do. So they need to remind me of who uh, I am. You know, when they bring it back <laughs> from the dry cleaner or the Toby, yeah? yeah? Okay. Yeah, but thanks. Thanks, Ronit. And Ramana, it's always great to, to have you here, you know, from the first time we had a conversation with you to where we are now. It, this, is, this is super exciting. And, you know, I want to break up the conversation a bit further down into, into a couple of things about products, roadmap, a couple of things that you've tried out, just so that people can understand you're not just talking about something, you're doing something, right? This is very important. And what we want to do is, I want to break down uh, a bit of an understanding from you on the B to C side of where you're looking to engage. What is Magnati's customer's reach? Because you're not directly working with B to C, you're creating an experience for B to C. So what are you doing there? And then you do work with B to B in your experience. And what are you going to take care of in that element? So Let's, if you can give us a bit of insight on whichever one you want to sure. start with first, let's go down yeah. those roads and see, see what you've done so far. Absolutely. It'll be great to understand. So, so, so let's get back to, you know, what are the cases we are solving, right? And th there are two, three industries who we think are going to be the first movers. Now, uh, and this is an example I keep giving and because this is so close to our heart. So let's, let's go to this example. 
our clients are hotels. So today we serve a lot of hotels, right? Now, hotel industry, to be honest, hasn't really evolved in generations. Because if you go to the large hotel groups, and when you talk to them, the model how they work is efficiency of all the rooms looking similar, the same cots, the same beds, that, that's all operational efficiency. And they thrive on that. But that's exactly how taxis used to be till Uber came in. So I am sure somebody somewhere down the line in the world is working on a fun hotel concept where he, they, they are working on a concept where you design your hotel room, right? Now, let me go and talk about a bit more on what we do as part of Metaverse for hotels. When you go to hotel booking, you either go to the uh, aggregators like booking.com, hotels.com and so on, or you go directly to brands.com, let's say jumeirah.com, marriott.com, emiratespalace.com. Gotcha, gotcha. But the, the B2B side of the story is the percentage of sales coming from brands.com is very low because today aggregators take up a majority of this e-commerce transactions. Now, what does it mean for a hotel? What it means is hotels are missing all the leads and the information and the dropout and they're not sure why customers are not picking them. Right, it's like Google search, right? Point Absolutely. of origin for discovery is not them, it's not the them. search engine. Right? Yeah. Now that, keep that aside on, on the right side of your brain, that is B2B. Now let's get to the left side. On the left side, I am a customer, I logged into this aggregator websites and I clicked on XYZ hotel in Dubai. They showed me standard room, deluxe room, twin room, mini room, three day, that room, this room and I booked the room. And there are studies that show the moment I tap and enter my room, I have what the heck moment, right? <laughs> because as a customer, I have paid so much money for this hotel room. And the moment I walk into the room and I go, what? This is not what I paid for. Yeah. So traditionally, the experience, I mean, going back to Uber and taxi, my experience was, is I'm waiting for this taxi to come in forever. It never stops. It never comes. And I have to go to a taxi stand or I have to go to a point to board. And nobody understood that it is a burning issue or an experience issue for a customer. Now, I am having huge experience issue because my hotel room is not known before I booked the ticket, right? Now, what are we working with the hotel says, the concept of before you book the room, you view the room, you visualize the room, you experience the room. And based on that experience, you conduct the commerce, which means you book a transaction. Now, we haven't stopped there. Sorry, we haven't stopped there. So that's where we started. Then we started talking to hotels in, in the market. And now you won't believe where we evolved into. We are now at a point where we literally are now, you go and experience the room, and that's one part of the story. Now, how can we monetize that? Now we are creating menu in the room where have you ever asked, uh, Gaurav, you are in that room, you are in a hotel room. Have you ever asked, what is that office table doing in that room with that 1960s lamp on the bulb? Have you ever no. asked that question? How many Never. times have you used it? Now imagine I click the menu, I replace it with a football table or I replace it with a piano, or I replace it with, a, with anything, or a chess board, or a carom board, or even 
kids play playing tool guess what this is the uber of the hotel industry now we have created a menu where people experience this and can also not only select what they want but and visualize in that room how it fits and what is what's in it for hotels you're now getting additional revenue because they are paying rent for a piano they are paying rent for advanced booking of room number 507 and not getting whatever they want and on top of it uh, if you are for example you know you have a evening dinner and you know this was experience i had when when i when i was in hotel in in one of the cities where i i took the lift and i had to walk 40 steps or 50 steps to get to my room i would rather want the room next to the whole lift right so these sort of nuances you start charging the customers because people are ready to pay for experience and that's how so you pay, convert or pay less or pay less if they want to be less. if they don't or pay less if they want to be they're okay to be 50 Absolutely. steps away and it saves them 50 dollars why not or pay less now you still have the right side of the brain talking about how does it benefit me as a hotel as well now that you created new revenue opportunities at the same time you are now driving these footfalls into brands.com because your uh, metaverse is placed on web app or 3d models of property owned by the hotels which means either a website or an app or a, or, or even aggregator hotels but you get the data so you are addressing both the data part and the leads part and you are addressing the customer and the consumer part of benefits for the consumer and how hotels make more money now hotel industry is one industry that will quickly adopt this because remember in metaverse the biggest challenge is creating these assets to virtualize you know if you are for example emirates palace you created once and that's it if you are burj al arab you created once if you are you know burj khalifa you created once so the return on creation of these assets is much higher now that is just the start tomorrow when these hotels want to sell the digital asset they now can split it into nfts and do that because it's already built it's already there and you can sell room number 908 you can sell room number 1111 whichever room famous number ronit wants to pay money for right so that, <laughs> that that's no just money. the whole of you're thinking of no no yeah. ramanna who is doing that okay. <laughs> we're going to pass the buck here exactly but, yeah. but jokes aside for a second you know this is this is very interesting and from a concept point of view that's that's very well explained so thanks for for taking us through that journey i want to talk about the actual build experience now is this live can i is experience this is can i go somewhere and do it tell me about that okay. yeah so if it's live if it's live sorry let me sorry just one sec so if it's live just tell me that's amazing how long did it take for you to get from deliberating on this concept you know thinking the way that you did to approach it how long did it take to execute on it and what was did you face any challenges or was it easy yeah. as pie tell, tell us about that journey now absolutely so it is live as a um, what i call as an as an asset within our books now we are talking to hotels to create it it's some of them are in proof of concept as soon as we create the hotel that becomes their asset right so there are two, two three things i want to explain as part of this remember we talked about app store and platform so i'll go into a bit of techna this is built on magnati blockchain and in the blockchain we have about 20000 nodes and multiple sub nodes each node represents a merchant in our language 
So we can give a node to a Marshall and Marshall may have 10 different companies they become subnodes, right? Each of the prop, each of, let's say we create a hotel for XYZ group, XYZ group becomes a node, but they all sit on what we call the Magnati MetaView platform. Mm -hmm. Okay, so these are all nodes of the platform. There are two ways you can create, and many of the uh, you know clients we spoke to, they all said, but why should we create on your platform? Why can't we create our own? So we said, listen, we are a platform. We already have 35,000 merchants in the country. We are a platform, and when more we are creating, you can create, spend all the money and create your own uh, metaverse, or a, but you'll, you will struggle to get the footfalls. This is like, you know, the, the question when people, the brick and mortar people ask, but Amazon can never take our market share. And Amazon, and, and when Amazon was launched, people said, no, no, but I can sell it online. Why should I need an Amazon? But there is a reason why people believe in platforms and app stores, because they come one place and they get everything. That is the whole idea of Magnati Metaverse. We, get, we rent these nodes in a crude language where people can build at a much lesser cost, uh, build their metaverse. And when somebody walks into Magnati Meta, we, by default, they see all these merchants in the platform. So we drive the footfalls as well, right? So, yeah. So Romana, I just think we're going to have to ask you one more question because the Go problem ahead. with this is we've got 30 minutes and I think we could talk about this for two hours. So Ronit, what I want to do is, is I think we're going to have to keep catching Ramanna every three months to benchmark his progress. It'll be a good test for him <laughs> as well and all our viewers, like to see where he's going and what he's yeah. done and what we what we can think of as well. I love it. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Ramanna, are you up for the challenge? Yeah, absolutely, man. Why three months? Let's do every month. Whoa. Every month, I mean, <laughs> I have a this huge a weekly, monetization. A weekly show. We can't have you on every four weeks. I mean, we love you, but uh, yeah. we're going to have you on every, every quarter. But, no, no, but I have a huge monetization target. So so let's let's look at it in terms because for me, I think this is common sense. This is a can business. You, can you put your targets on the screen? Should we do a screen share? And... Yeah, I think we should. We should do we this. Should we do, should do, right? Say, you know, three months from now, yeah. boom, boom, boom. Let's see where Ramana is. But uh, so coming back. Adoption, to... again, this is like, you know. Facebook I want to see the GMV on the screen, the gross metaverse no, no. value. <laughs> I can't do that. Private, private. But yeah. So, so we've back, got back to the point, sorry. But back to the point. Time. Yeah, so back to the point in terms of life. Sorry, sorry. No, go ahead. Back to the point in terms of life. I'll just spend one minute. Please. Adoption is what you don't control, but you have to be patient as well. It is very important. People have to understand the value. It took years and years before internet scaled. Years, right? This may not take years, but it will take year or months, many months, because people are already at a stage of advanced internet. But it still needs to be addressed where people saying, why should I virtually buy? People still have this human... Uh, you know, emotional interfaces, but what they also see is their kids only interacting with their friends on Fortnite, uh, Minecraft, or Roblox of the world. So they, they have no other option, but this is going to happen. This is part of our lives. This will be part of our lives. So we are ready. We are educating our clients and we see massive uh, levels of knowledge already in the clients, but it is important not to do everything, but focus on creating a commercial value around this. Unless you create commercial value, 
everybody has ideas nothing gets done right? yep as we say here on this show and as i like to adopt as a phrase is technology for the sake of the technology does nothing for nobody but moving on from there we've got a very hard stop uh, with ronit and myself so the last question i want to ask before i hand back to ronit is the uae seemingly the lead in this space as, as ronit and i have been talking about and mm-hmm. conjuring up and having many people on our show talking about this what's your take on this why why Absolutely. is it the lead yeah, I mean, what's your thought process so lucky. we are so lucky i mean i i can't believe i mean there are people uh, i was in london last week uh, and i get calls from my friends in us and they say man what you guys are doing we can't even conceptualize we can't even think you guys are at next level so i know we are so fortunate that we are living in a country where there is so much opportunity for these ideas when we launched magnati meta week the first four calls we got were from ministries can you believe oh wow were from ministries and the ministries wanted to be the first mover in this space oh wow oh wow and the level of knowledge from the ministries is ex- exceptional and please come to jitex you will see some of the things we talk about right we we are working we'll, and we'll all be in jitex all right all the listeners you've been invited to the stands please uh, please I'll come to the government side of the stands yeah <laughs> government side of the stands and and you would love it you would love what we have done for some of the governments right and it's exceptional so the way governments picked up is government departments picked up is mind blown and the private sector they all want to be part of the journey because they believe that this is the future this is how it's going to be but they all believe that dubai and uae i'm talking about uae in in totality is is a hub for nurturing innovation and a hub for building these assets or innovative assets driven right from his honor sheikh hamdan to everyone uh, who are pretty senior and and uh, you know um, you know the 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 people who drive the vision of of this country it's a mind blow mind blowing experience right and having said that it is also very important that the onus is on all of us to drive that commercial value and prove again that the place we are living in is the place that would be the future of all the innovation and brainchild of this world thanks a lot ramana ronit back to you brother so ramana it's 2030 you gaurav and i are there in the where where is it we're, we're toasting <laughs> your success in the burj khalifa or the in the metaverse burj khalifa in the metaverse meta v meta v yeah so what does meta v look like what is what does payments what does experiential commerce look like give us the 2030 vision absolutely i mean in 2030 in 2030 magnati meta v would be the the middle east and africa's platform which would have hosted all the big brands on the metaverse where people would be doing transactions not only transactions people would be enjoying concerts people would be watching football people would be you know uh building platforms and not only that hopefully we would have tokens and coins which would drive rewards and loyalty and something which is for example a stable coin or a dirham link coin uh all of that happening as we speak and people virtually visiting magnati meta v 
to go through a government experience or getting a visa or viewing a, a, a Burj Khalifa or an Emirates Palace or anything else on the market. That's what I define 2030 to be. Wow. Awesome. We look forward to the quarterly catch-ups. Here we go. Game on. You take care, It's been a pleasure to have you on, Azam Ramana. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Ramana. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much.